Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Colossians chapter 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would understand Jesus more and that we would want to understand him more. He is what really matters. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Colossians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, through the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ, in Colossae, grace to you, and peace from God our Father. We give thanks always to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you, since we heard about your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have for all the saints, because of the hope reserved for you in heaven, which you have heard about beforehand in the word of truth, the gospel, that has come to you, just as also in all the world it is bearing fruit and increasing, just as also among you from the day you heard about and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow slave, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, who also made clear to us your love in the Spirit. Because of this also we, from the day we heard about it, did not cease praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual insight, so that you may live in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good deed and increasing in the knowledge of God, enabled with all power, according to his glorious might, for all steadfastness and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you for a share of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, because all things in the heavens and on the earth were created by him, things visible and things invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he himself is before all things, and in him all things are held together, and he himself is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself may become first in everything, because he was well pleased for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself by making peace through the blood of his cross, through him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And although you were formerly alienated and enemies in attitude because of your evil deeds, but now you have been reconciled by his physical body through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you remain in the faith, established and steadfast, and not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now I rejoice in my sufferings on behalf of you, and I fill up in my flesh what is lacking of the afflictions of Christ on behalf of his body which is the church, of which I became a minister 
according to God's stewardship, which was given to me for you, to complete the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from the ages and from the generations, but has now been revealed to his saints, to whom God wanted to make known what is the glorious wealth of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we proclaim by admonishing every person and teaching every person with all wisdom, in order that we may present every person mature in Christ, for which purpose also I labor, striving according to his working, which is at work powerfully in me. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The book of Colossians is very similar in structure to the book of Ephesians, and a lot of the practical teaching is very similar in each book. Colossians is a shorter book than Ephesians, but if we think that Colossians is just a Cliff Notes version of Ephesians, we are in for a surprise. The major theological point of Ephesians was the unity of Jews and Gentiles, and focused a lot on the church. Colossians, on the other hand, focuses much more on Jesus. Probably Paul was combating different false teaching with the different books. Paul starts out, as usual, stating who the letter is from. He calls himself an apostle of Christ Jesus through the will of God, and he includes Timothy. Then, as usual, the two-line where he calls them saints and faithful brothers. Grace and peace were typical greetings from Paul, and both are wishes for blessings from God. Then, as Paul often does in his letters, he gives thanks for them. We learn that Paul didn't start the church in Colossae, but it was Epaphras who first taught them. Paul may not have ever been to Colossae before writing this letter. We know that Paul spent a lot of time in Ephesus, but that was about a hundred miles away, which is a long journey on foot. So Paul says he has heard of their faith in Christ Jesus and their love. Then Paul, as he often does, reports what he prays for them. He prays that they would have knowledge, wisdom, and spiritual insight. Then he prays that this will bear fruit in action and thanks to God. Then, it is as if Paul gets sidetracked thinking about God the Father and the Son, and he starts overflowing with praises. But actually, this is the central point of the letter, so maybe he was just building up to this and couldn't hold it in any longer. So, the turning point seems to be verse 13, who has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of the Son he loves. So Christians have been transferred into the kingdom of Jesus, the Son. Paul gives several facts about Jesus, each of which could be discussed for some time, and actually Paul will give a bit more information about these as the letter progresses. He says, we have redemption in Jesus, that Jesus paid to buy us back from slavery, that we have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus, that Jesus is the perfect image of God. Jesus is the firstborn over all creation, not in the idea of physical birth, but the idea of birthright and the highest position of all humans. Everything was created by Jesus and for Jesus, and Jesus continues to hold everything together. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead, meaning that he is head of the resurrection. Jesus died to reconcile everyone to himself by dying to save us. Then, Paul brings this back to the Christians, saying that they were once enemies, 
but they have been brought back into a good relationship with God because of Jesus, if they remain in the faith. Then Paul talks a little about himself. Paul says he rejoices in his sufferings. Colossians is one of the letters Paul wrote from prison, most likely from Rome. So Paul is suffering, and he says he is suffering for the whole church, including those in Colossae. Paul feels the need to teach all of the Gentile churches things that God has revealed to him. Paul calls it the glorious wealth of this mystery. And in short, it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And now for a deeper dive. Paul tells us in brief some great things about Jesus. I believe that he's trying to combat some false teaching Epaphras told Paul about. It seems that the false teaching was about Jesus, so Paul is starting out by setting out several great truths about Jesus. Verse 23 is a hint of how dangerous this false teaching can be. If indeed you remain in the faith, established and steadfast, and not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. The word if is the scary part. Before this verse, Paul was saying how they were reconciled in Jesus. But then he adds that if they remain in the faith, which indicates that it is not a given, that they could leave the faith. Today, faith has become a popular word. You can do great things if you just have faith. But that is foolish if we have faith in the wrong thing or person. There were lots of people who had faith in Bernie Madoff and gave him their money to manage until 2008 when they found out it was all a lie. And money is one thing. Eternity is much greater. Bible faith is a faith in Jesus. So it is important to understand Jesus. If they have a totally wrong concept of Jesus, they could say their faith is in Jesus, but it may not be in the true Jesus. So false teaching about Jesus is dangerous. So, how do we avoid the danger? I think the first step is we have to want the truth above anything else, because it is easy to bend the truth if you want to believe something that is not true. You will find someone who will tell you that that is the truth. We need to ask God for the truth. And I believe we can look into the Bible and receive God's truth. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.